And now, coming up, a zero BS be smart on air production. And perhaps magic happens right now.、Uh, with a little bit of luck, we might be live on air on YouTube. And once again, it's been a while. This is be smart on air, BSO air.、Uh, absolutely no BS, <laughs> or, or very, very, very little of it. Anyways,、um, I'm Nilo from very, very northern Sweden, and there's my beautiful kayak in the background. So, congrats to everyone who's watching on YouTube.、Uh, not much to see if you're just listening to the audio, unfortunately.、Um, anyways, the、um, Focus as usual,、uh, very broadly on on education and、um, technology as well.、Uh, always interesting with the international views on this, and especially today, it's it's going to be really cool. And guess what? We've got UK here as well. And let's see if we can get Lisa in here. Hey, Lisa. UK in the house.、Hi. UK is here.、Um, heaven's sake, Alastair is late. We, 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 he'll be just in, you know like listening, unfortunately. Or, or perhaps I need to kick myself out when Alastair comes in. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see how it happens. I think it's maximum six people since this is the、uh, Streamyard solution, streaming、yeah. directly to YouTube. But I, I think, think it's six. six. Six people live. You can have ten people in in the studio, so called, but only six people live. Aha,、uh-huh, aha.、Uh-huh. So I can kick someone out and take、uh, yeah. another one in or whatnot. Yeah.、Uh, yes. Hey, Alistair, do you、um, do you copy? <laughs> I I wonder if he does when he's not in here.、Uh, let's see. Perhaps I can、um, I can、uh, put something through. If you can hear me, Alistair, can you make thumbs up? Yep. All right. Well, so we've got only six seats here. It seems like in the live studio. If you can sit tight, we can, you know, like kick someone out for a while and get you in or whatnot.、Uh, so if you're not incredibly busy with other stuff, so it would be great if you can sit tight for a while. <laughs> Do you think where, it works? Where's the sixth one? I only see、uh, five. I'm. I'm the wait. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, I think it works. Hey, just, it's just, it's just my maths. It's just my maths. Go ahead. My maths is not like tops. Add to stream. Let's see what happens. Hey, there he is. Here we are. Are we six now or what? Yes, we're six. How do I get the、um, the background the the nice virtual background in this、uh, little application? How, how I, I've, got, I've got tons of Zoom backgrounds, and、mm. here I'm in reality, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh、um, well, no, there's a green screen feature, but it's yeah, that's right, that's so right. I,、uh, I just,、settings. I just have a big piece of of、uh, green cloth on the on the wall over there, and then I can have whatever. Yeah, no green screen. I choose the background. I, I choose. It's kind of fun. <laughs> Mostly a gimmick, though, but. Yeah, you, it says you have to have a, a green screen or blue screen. So unless you have a,、yeah. a green screen, blue screen behind you, green, you can't use it. Right, green or blue, whatever, anything works. And then obviously, if it's a green screen, you shouldn't be wearing green clothes. <laughs> Otherwise, you just get a hole in 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 your body or whatever. And the same applies to blue. So I'm I'm kind of wearing blue here. So luckily, it's a green screen. Somebody、uh, did、oh. that to Melania Trump. Yes,、uh, she was wearing a green dress, getting off Air Force One. <laughs> yes, and they put all kinds of unfortunate things on her dress. Well, yeah, sad. How sad! If they disappeared, I wouldn't be awfully sorry. I don't know. Perhaps I wouldn't wouldn't be politically correct or something. But what the heck,、um, guys? This is in- in- incredibly cool. Someone is calling. Hope it's not me. <laughs>、uh, this is. Pretty cool, since we have、uh, an amazing panel here right now, and、uh, you know we couldn't have any more if my math this time is correct,、uh, and, and there are maximum six seats here in the in the live studio.、Um, so,、um, what about 
uh, a quick introduction from each and every one of you, like where in the world you are located. As I said in the beginning, I'm I'm staying put in, in very northern Sweden. These days, it's a pretty good place to be, actually, mm. in, in more ways than one. Uh, I guess we'll come to that later. But um, like I, on my screen, I, I see Kim closest to me. Uh, probably it's the same same uh, sequence for all of you guys. Uh, Kim, Marilena, Bjorn, Lisa, yeah. and Alastair. What about if we run the introductions in, in that order as well? Kim, who yeah, are you? What, what are you doing? What are you doing here? Works for me. <laughs> so if you since, since I can't do producing, you'd have to highlight me yourself, Nilo. Else I'll be behind the Streamyard logo all the entire time. Darn! I better <laughs> try to get you uh, front and center here. Yeah, so oh, yeah. what happens then? Whoa! Oh, there we go. Whoa! <laughs> Man, you're your own now. <laughs> the Monsters Inc. You ever seen that little TV show where the guy's around circle and he's I, I feel sorry for the folks face. who are only listening to this in case there is someone unfortunate person. All right, so Nilo was in, in the furthest north northern part of Sweden, and I'm in the furthest south part of Sweden, so in hmm. Malmö. And here down here is nice. There's snow, snow, sun is out, twenty degrees. I drove my motorcycle to work. <laughs> so I was only there to pick up my phone because we do two days at work, two days at home. So that's how we do it down here. I'm an ICT technician in the uh, municipality of Lumma, which is uh, also in, in the south, just 10 kilometers away. Hmm. And the closest uh, cities to you, big places? Uh, uh, Malmö and Copenhagen. Hmm. We and how far would you say? How far roughly? Um, Copenhagen is, what is it, 20 kilometers? That's just mm. across yeah. the bridge. We yeah. are 20, 20 kilometers to Denmark yeah. for you. Mm. Physically connected by a bridge. So, mm. Can you travel to Denmark these days? Yes. Mm. You need, you need a, uh, not a birth certificate, but a uh, paper that certification tells you where you live. Because mm. they have areas of Sweden, Stockholm people, the city, they right. are not allowed to travel anywhere. Yeah, things are changing all the time, it seems, in, in various countries. Very good. Uh, let's move on. If I can uh, switch to Marilena front and center here, please. <laughs> okay. So I'm uh, from uh, southern Italy. Uh, well, here we're still in uh, full summer, so much so that even schools haven't started yet, partly oh, wow. because of COVID, partly because of elections. We had elections mm -hmm. Uh, last weekend, and so it took some time just to, uh, yeah, uh, get the polls, and then um, we have to uh, clean and sanitize the the schools because elections are take take place in schools, so they have to sanitize. So we decided to start um, on the Monday, so we're starting this Monday. Mm. So. Uh, this is the situation here right. <laughs> in right. southern Italy. In northern Italy, they have already started, but in southern Italy, no, they're starting on the 28th. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you've been working uh, quite a bit, like international stuff, for many years, right? Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, in my school, uh, well, I've been doing projects both with e-twinning, so... Europe, but also with the U.S., uh, with JDL, uh, a foundation that allowed my students to um, work with uh, classes in the in the U.S. Mm, right, yeah. neat. We move on, and someone is typing darn loud <laughs> like crazy. Kim, it must be you. <laughs> no, it wasn't. Sorry, uh, I, I, sorry, I forgot. <laughs> I do have a mechanical keyboard, but it's a it's silent MX keys. So. You must get a silent keyboard for heaven's sake. Um, hey, we are going across the pond here. Uh, let's see, Bjorn. Good to see you again. It's been, like I said earlier, quite a while. It has been a while, and mm -hmm. you know I've been busy, like everybody else, dealing with the COVID crisis here, and 
Yep. The we'll US. Get, get more into that later for each and every one, I'd say. Oh, yeah. And what we're about not your... going to go anywhere near the political nature. In no, 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 <laughs> nothing like that. <laughs> we, we all want to keep our jobs, right? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> or do we? <laughs> I, I actually really like my job this year. That's I, good. <laughs> I started last year at a new school district. Um, live in the same place, so I just drive south now instead of north. Living uh, exactly where, if you take that? I am living in the middle of Vermont. <laughs> wow. So, which is kind of nice. I it's love not it. awfully, looking... awfully far from New York either, right? No, it's... Three, um, four-hour drive? What is it? Yeah, it's about a four or five-hour drive oh, okay. to the city. Mm. Um, you get the leaf peepers at this time. Of oh, day. we get all the leaf peepers. And I'm looking outside a window right now, and I'm just we're at the very beginning of our change and there's a lot of maple trees around me so it's amazing i just seen a little bit about that way way back but it's really really neat what about your your job uh like has it been changing since uh if you go back a couple of years tell a little bit about what you're doing (laughs) well i I started off as a technician and Mm -hmm. so i was fixing printers and working with the computers and all that stuff and then i went back to school got my master's um and this past year i got a teaching license for the Technology innovation, so whatever I think you guys call it was ICS, something like that. I um, I, I've come ICT in the UK. ICT, ICT yeah, mm. ICT in the UK. <laughs> uh, so technology innovation or technology specialist is kind mm. of what's here. Yeah, and so I got the job there, and I've been enjoying it. I've been helping out teachers. Uh, last year, before everything went crazy, I was doing all kinds of training programs. I don't have to fix a printer anymore. (laughs) (laughs) It's probably one of the nicest things. And then I got really busy once COVID hit. So we'll talk more about that later. Yeah, You've been podcasting quite a bit as well. I think we might get into podcasting as well later on, since I'm into that a little bit again. And I want to hear, I want to get some, some input from you guys, but your podcasting career got started again as well, right? I, it started, it faded, it's, it'll hopefully start again. Uh, I think we're going to get some of our instructional coaches into it a little bit too. So it's not it's not dead. It's just like mini podcasts. It ebbs and flows. <laughs> you, you'll, be, you'll be soon full power doing it again, I bet. It's fun. Very nice, very nice. Uh, let's move back to Europe. Man, I feel like this is crazy. It's like the good old days. I mean, you know, folks from everywhere. Uh, let's see, Lisa. Hey, Hi, good to see everyone. you. There's a bright window behind you. We can see you, but that is definitely better. A little hang bit. On. I mean, hang on a second. Don't fall out of the window, please. <laughs> Is this too dark? It's okay if if you just lean forward a little bit. So yeah, this is. Uh, I'm dialing in from my mother-in-law's room, who's staying oh, with right. us at the moment. Okay. Uh, due to some ill health, so um, yeah. the poor lady has to ask permission to come in. So hopefully <laughs> she won't. Win. If somebody comes in uh, halfway through, uh, yeah, just yeah, say yeah. hello sure. or merhaba. It's really, really, really neat to see you. I've been, you know, like uh, telling you many times to pop in, you know, like. And I never have. Super cool. You're in London, right? I'm in London. I'm in North London. And um, uh, we've had a relatively okay summer. I mean, lockdown was pretty awful. Our numbers of um, numbers lost have been very awful. Mm. Um, I think everyone knows somebody who's affected, and mm. um, and then we were just thinking, oh, it's August, it's summer, it's lovely, and then boom, September is here, and mm. um, we are now in a in another situation where we're at risk of lockdown. So at the moment, we're allowed to meet in sixes, mm-hmm. um, and that's it. But luckily, I work remotely anyway, so yeah, not really affected. Uh, we'll definitely get back into the the present situation in in yeah. in our countries a bit later. Yes. I guess we can take it after the introductions a little bit more about how how everyone is doing and how the loved ones and and students and colleagues and every, all the other folks are are doing. Um, neat, exactly. very nice. Um, 
Uh, just hey, a, yeah. a two-second background. Shall I do a two-second background? I, I know yeah, Nilo do. from eTwinning. Yeah, from absolutely, yeah. Back in the day, I mean, I'm e talking the back end. Yeah, the European the collaboration stuff. Yes. Mm. Uh, and now I work for the Open University teaching um, a module on international comparative education. Wow, that uh, sounds Which is all remote, and, and that's great. That continues mm. as normal because the Open University is open to everyone. Mm -hmm. and, you work, uh, work full-time with that? No, that's very part-time. Uh -huh. That's nine months a year and, okay. and, and part-time. Uh, but most of the time I work for a company called Lufta, which is a fin, Finnish-British edtech company. Oh, <laughs> And I'm doing that for about three or four days a week, and it's amazing stuff. Um, I'll, I'll post you a link if anybody's interested in watching the two-minute what we do. Yeah, um, uh, I think, and, I, think yeah. I must I must get an interview later on with you. You know, that would be great. <laughs> That'd be tons of fun. Yeah, and uh, greet it. It's good to be here because you've invited me like probably <laughs> ten years ago, and every time I couldn't make it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, super nice. <laughs> Good. And last, but definitely not least, Mr. Alistair Creelman. Good to see you. Hello. Hello. Um, I'm, I'm down here in the southeast of Sweden. Um, so sort of Nilo up in the north and uh, sort of uh, and Kim over on the sort of west side, <laughs> west, southwest, and I'm on the southeast side on the Baltic Sea in a city called Kalmar. I work at Linnaeus University, which is uh, was a fusion of two universities in the vicinity uh, about 10 years ago. And I work with all things to do, everything with an E, e-learning, whatever it uh, may be called, e-learning, distance learning, whatever. I'm not a techie, I don't do that sort of thing. I, I use the technology and I'm interested in how it works and try to follow what's going on in the world. And um, here I am at home. It's very unusual. You're very lucky to see uh, my real background because most mm -hmm. of the time I'm uh, I'm using uh, tools where I can put in virtual backgrounds so people don't see reality. But uh, here it is. This, this is where time, I am. This time it's just me who's faking it. It's uh, yeah. I'm not faking it. This is this is really where I am. No, I, I've, I, this is amazing. There's people I've seen guys. I've seen people who have filmed their real background. There was one person who, one guy who did it where he had a film in the background and every so often he came in the door <laughs> and looked in and then walked out again. <laughs> and you know, I think, wait a minute, he's sitting there and he's there and who's, which one's real and which one's... Crazy stuff. There's even... I have to do that with students. That would be amazing. Even students have been uh, found out um, attending meet, uh, video meetings where they have basically recorded a little short film clip of them sitting, pay atten paying attention yeah. in front of the screen, and they just play the film loop and go and do something else, and everyone's <laughs> sure that they're there. <laughs> those those folks have been watching. They've been watching yeah. Mission Impossible a bit too yep. much. <laughs> that's, that's, I, I think they need um, kudos for their transversal yep. skill. Yeah, for digital yeah. skills. <laughs> uh, you might wonder. I don't sound very Swedish. I'm uh, I'm from Scotland originally, from Dundee, and I moved over to Sweden uh, during the Ice Age, I think, or so when dinosaurs <laughs> roamed the earth. I've been here most of my the large part of my life. I'm now a natural a Swedish citizen and everything. I've got the I've got the teeth, but yeah. uh, I still you, you have. My you and me, Alistair, we, we could we could switch over to Finnish, you know, and, and make things really difficult to the other guys here. I, Milo, <laughs> Milo, you need to fix the layout again, so now so we can see everyone. Man, yeah, you should, you should be doing this, Kim. You I know. Be doing I know. This. I should. <laughs> next next time it's you who, who's you know like doing the switching stuff, Alistair. Before I I try to get us all uh, like uh, on the screen, um, you used to travel like crazy. I think. Things have changed quite a bit in that respect for you as well. Oh goodness, yes, yes. I mean, two years ago, I was um, I had a good I had a good time uh, globe trotting in in my work and also privately. Uh, I love traveling. I love visiting other countries, especially countries that most people tend not to visit. Uh, I'm really I'm really curious to go to places that don't get much press. And uh, in my work, I've managed to visit an awful lot. Uh, but then. 
about two years ago, I realized this is not sustainable. I've got to cut it down. Mm. Uh, and I did. And then along came COVID and uh, I've been sitting at home ever since, really. I don't get out much. And yeah, probably we'll never go back to the old, you know, it's no. not, a, not an option I, I, I anymore. Think, I think no, it's, the, uh, it's the new, new normal, <laughs> whatever that is. Uh, we'll get more to that as well. Very well. Uh, let's see, Kim. What's the deal here? No, no automatic switching here. Heavens, I must do this by myself. What a yeah! Pain. You have to, yeah, you have to. Do okay, it. <laughs> it's a pain. Uh, right. Um, yeah, I got a couple of bullet points here, like three or four. But the uh, I'm I'm definitely interested in hearing a bit more about the present situation for for all of you folks, um, since the world went crazy and and I mean it's it's obvious that all of us have been staying pretty much put. Uh, the way things have uh, been in Sweden is, I believe, very much different from most other countries, uh, for better and a little bit or quite a bit worse as well, uh, depending what, what things uh, you, are, you are thinking about mostly, I think. And just a quick one, looking back, I think the way I see it, what happened in Sweden in, in the beginning of the pandemic, the, uh, the elderly, elderly people really uh, got the, the uh, worst of, of this. And... Uh, and that uh, something went badly wrong somewhere. Uh, I, I I really don't know exactly where. I guess no one knows exactly where. Uh, but I do hope that that um, the uh, the folks who uh, the authorities will be looking at that very closely later on. The good part is, of course, that schools never closed here, uh, and most probably will not close in the future either the way it looks right now i'm talking about you know the uh, uh those guys who uh the age is up to like 15. um the um the higher studies that's a different story and and uh and uh the uh, the gymnasium schools as they are called and and universities uh, pretty much shut shut down here just like in in many other countries as well. And right now, um, well, the things look, well, <laughs> the things look uh, pretty good, I think, in, in most of the country, uh, and uh, very good in, in northern parts of Sweden. And I don't think there's, there is a single person in, in the hospital today um, Due to uh, COVID nineteen in in the in the north in my area, and totally in Sweden, I think I don't know, few like ten, fifteen, I believe. Kim, do you have any idea about that? The other day, that it was or fifteen, was... fifteen in the country of ten million yeah. or fifteen people yeah. in the hospital. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we say fifteen on, and we say it's unventilated. Is that the, the hard part because you can be in there and yeah. do checks, but we only—that's the people we count and yeah. really care about. So, fifteen yeah. intensive care. In the north, there are there are zero people uh, yeah. in in the in the intensive care, and as far as I know, right now, none hospitalized due to the the pandemic. So that's that's pretty pretty darn good. The schools, well, it's business as usual. It's been business as usual for my part, all the way. Uh, the um, we didn't know in the beginning if if uh, if they'd be like if they would be closing the schools completely as well. Uh, they did not. And, uh, in a way, well, for the most part, I'm I'm really glad that they didn't. And I think it was a really good thing for for the students as well. And obviously, that has not harmed or, or been a bad thing, considering the. Uh, the overall pandemic in, in Sweden either. Uh, that's what I think, at least. Uh, yeah. I, I, 
that sounds like a really good situation. <laughs> yeah. Because, I don't know, the U.S. is much, much different. And Vermont, uh, where I'm at, I'm just going to transition in here. So Vermont, where I'm at, we're actually like the best state in terms of U.S., in terms of uh, COVID cases. Uh, so we're lucky in that regard that, you know, our surrounding states are fighting this a lot more than we are. Uh, but it's also Vermont. I mean, you have to throw a stone pretty long, pretty far to hit a neighbor <laughs> in many places, in many places. So just like where I'm at. <laughs> um, but we went, our school system back in the spring, they closed everything. They closed the schools. They closed the businesses. Everything went closed. So parents were home. Uh, students were home. And they were trying their best to get to do, we called it emergency remote learning. Hmm. Uh, and, you know, we went from teaching regularly, thinking everything was going great going normal to one week later we're fully remote and that was across the whole entire state and that was an experience <laughs> uh, we went into then we went into um, we had the summer off and that would turn into a lot of planning so I mean I was on like three different groups trying to help plan and then I was like trying to build training materials for the teachers to how to teach in this regard how to teach in this environment uh, and now that we're started back up again, uh, we started September 8th and each school district gets to choose how they want to open. Uh, as the state opened up in like this extra hybrid type of a deal where you couldn't have common areas and you couldn't and you had to keep social distancing and masks, everything. We're now in a phase three, which I think started this week which allows us to start using some of the common areas, but it's still up to the schools. So the school that I work at, they have half this, which is a K-8 school. Half the students are coming in Monday and Tuesday. Yep. No students Wednesday for cleaning. And then Thursday and Friday is the other half of the students, but we're supposed to have five days of new learning. <clears throat> and where my kids are at is fully remote. So if you see them walking behind me, <laughs> they're technically in school <laughs> okay. and they're going fully synchronous where our, where, so my poor daughters have basically been on zoom most of the day oh. or actually Google meet most of the day. And hmm. the school where I work, we're trying to be completely asynchronous. So they're all, we've adopted a flipped learning environment. So it's really hmm. interesting to see two neighboring schools, uh, that I'm both involved in uh, have a completely different approach to yeah. moving forward with this. What about, do you have any, any clues about what's next? Uh, I think we're going to slowly get into where we're bringing all the students in. Uh, one of the things that I know our school is really, we did a lot of training with flip learning. We've done a lot of training with adopting learning management systems and really pushing the teacher as the facilitate facilitator. Hmm. And we're kind of hoping that things don't actually go all back to normal. <laughs> Those are really good academic things that we've been pushing forward that once the school starts up again, we don't want to go back into the old traditions that we've been trying to re replace. We want to try to keep some of the things that we've learned, but actually have the students in front of us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, and as for my kid, my own kids, they need to get back into a building. <laughs> mm. Mm. <laughs> they really need to get back into a building. You could tell, you could tell it's not good yeah. for them. Yeah. Mm. And everyone is wearing masks, I guess. Uh, outdoors. Outdoors. Anywhere. Yep. We have a mask. You go into a store, you go into Walmart, you're supposed to wear masks. Mm. You go into um, school. The When they do go back to schools with students who are, are in schools, we have to, you have to wear masks. Yeah. I was in there doing a training yesterday with some paras and, you know, I had the mask on, they had the mask on, students mm -hmm. were walking around. Mm -hmm. It was funny. There was one teacher that got too close to one of their students and 
the student like freaked out. It's like, whoa, wait a minute, we're <laughs> six foot. Yeah. Um, so mm. even the kids are really, yeah, they're good about it, but it's... no masks here. Um, and of course, that's one of the th one of these things that that uh, are being widely discussed. Um, <laughs> you know, I just state the fact: no one wears basically a mask. I don't know one percent of the population, even if if it's that. I don't know, Kim. What do you think, Alastair? It's mainly non-Swedes. Yeah. Yeah. People who already culturally wear masks, where they come from or where their rel relatives come from, they don't have any no. issues with wearing a mask, but mm. we don't. And mm. also, again, the numbers show that we mm. shouldn't. Yeah. So. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, yes, very interesting. Mm, interesting. In Italy... In Italy, the situation is more or less what Bjorn was uh, describing in the U.S. Because uh, starting in March, uh, well, school closed just suddenly. And uh, teachers were <laughs> faced with uh, how do we teach? And really what the problem was that was that they were not used to that. And uh, many, many, many teachers had never used uh, um, any um, video conferencing tool or uh, even uh, any um, learning platform, uh, digital learning platform at all. So they were like lost. Um, what they did is many teachers, they were just <laughs> sending out photocopies uh, uh, yeah, to the mail of the parents and the parents had to uh, print it out and then send it uh, mm. and then uh, take a picture and send it back to the teacher. Once, oh. uh, yeah, as, which is really <laughs> crazy. I think <laughs> really crazy. Um, as to my school, uh, we were uh, on uh, G Suite for education, so uh, it was uh, quite easy to get everybody on board. They they weren't at that time on board because only the teachers who wanted and used it and many, many teachers had, had never wanted to learn how to use it, uh, to use Google Classroom and so on. They never wanted to do that. Um, but then they learned quite quickly and uh, and that worked well, except for the fact, as Bjorn was saying, I want to point that out, that um, what they were doing is they were reproducing uh, school but online, just online. So uh, if I have like um, one hour 20 lesson, I have one hour 20 online with the students and the students were not turning up. They were, uh, they were a little bit fed up of being online and parents started to complain. And yes, I think, um, I think that, uh, we learned a lot from uh, that period and uh, and maybe also on um, um, how to teach in a different way. <laughs> right, Bjorn? Right. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I learned a lot because, um, well, I was doing some teaching um, uh, and uh, I must say that I learned that, well, for instance, um, uh, I learned what my students uh, were not good at and what they need really to improve because this is a skill that they need for their life. And this is collaborating online remotely. This is something that they cannot do. My, my students are, well, are quite young. They're 11 to 13. But I found it really amazing that they could not um, get together and work on the same... Uh, Google Docs to um, organize the material and to decide what they wanted to write about project I assigned. <coughs> and yeah, I, I found that that is a skill that we should uh, teach them. And uh, um, we can only do that if we have uh, digital devices available, if they can go online and they can do that online. If we are in the classroom, we can do that but we need a different setup of the classroom, definitely. Yeah. Hmm. So, I, yeah. And unfortunately, the situation here in Italy at the moment, we're going back to school, but we've got lots of limitations. So first one is that 
students are, um, have got to sit in uh, single uh, desks. We are alone in the desk first. They have to wear a mask. And we cannot use any device because uh, it would need to be um, sanitized before anyone else can use it. So we cannot uh, give them uh, computers of any kind. And as soon as a student or a teacher says, well, I've got a headache, they are immediately sent home and the whole structure is locked up and everybody is tested in case there is some, there is a problem. We even have... Uh, a special room, we, we, we have to have a special room in the school for uh, these people who say, well, I've got a headache or uh, who's coughing or yeah, sneezing. Mm-hmm. And they, they are sent to this room immediately. And uh, we call parents and parents have got to go to come and get them. And they can be sent to uh, home uh, remote <coughs> planning uh, of some kind. So uh, it's a really bad situation, and uh, yeah, uh, a lot of teachers are really scared of the situation, and uh, all teachers had to uh, get um, um, tests, um, blood, blood tests for uh, for the COVID nineteen uh, to check that no one is there. And every time you get to school, uh, you have your temperature measured. <laughs> yeah, and you have to certify that you did not get into contact with anyone uh, who has got uh, the disease. Yeah, yeah it's really <laughs> once again, and it's, it's, and, and, yeah, and it's like a different. Thing. And then yeah. that is uh, there is another thing that is very funny, and I think is going to be a real mess at the first day of school because uh, you have like uh, uh, eight different doors that students have got to use in small groups. So uh, each student should know where they should enter from. So there are a lot of videos circulating on the net with, well, you can use this rope and you just hang on the rope and then put yourself into the window, the first window you find open. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, we, we have one way. A different world out there in, in most, most other countries. I mean, it's so incredibly obvious somehow that, that the um, – Especially if you work like well, most of us do in uh, in the classrooms normally. Uh, here, here in, in in Sweden, the situation is completely different. It's pretty much business as usual. Uh, of course, I mean there's there's uh, social distancing, like uh, light going on, but otherwise it's uh, wow, oh man, especially uh, like b- both in UK. Uh, definitely mm-hmm. Italy and, and US. It's 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 a completely different story. Um, by the way, we must say hi to you on here, a colleague of mine. Hi there. Do you, do you hear us properly? Yes. Thumbs up. Uh, so either your mic is not on, or perhaps uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't work for you to introduce yourself a bit. What do you think? You can make thumbs right, down. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, uh, I was just dropping by for a couple of minutes because I'm actually yeah. out in like That's five great. minutes. Or something. What, why don't you say a couple of words about what you do? Uh, since I've been getting quite a, quite a bit of help from you in the, in the especially in the tech department. <laughs> uh, yeah, sure. I've been um, assisting in in IT basically because it's I, I'm. Uh, I'm a reformed gamer and uh, programmer, so um, turns out I know a lot of IT things that just second nature to me. While uh, I understand that most people in pedagogy they, they don't have this in their blood, so I help them out, and it's uh, it's my passion. I love doing it. Like uh, technology should help people and not create problems. So that's when I try to figure out what's the problem so that that technology can be used to help make things easier instead of harder. I'm, which I'm laughing I'm laughing only because I see Kim here, you guys don't most probably. He was like giving you an applause here. <laughs> <laughs> I could do the same thing. Right. I mean, of course, that's that's just super, super 
cool. And uh, it's it's great to have some folks here in 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 our school who you know both uh, know the the trade a little bit and are willing to help. Time is always you know like uh, constrained as well. So um, most most of the pretty much everyone wants wants to help but you know everyone is busy all the time so i guess that's that's the main thing but i keep bugging you for sure every time i i, I get up it's trouble. no problem <laughs> actually uh i see it as professional development every time somebody asks me a question to something that i can't solve in about 10 seconds then i've mm-hmm. learned something from it and i carry it on to someone else yeah uh, so sure so just improving the the organization yeah earlier uh, we were talking a little bit about the the possible uh, upsides of the of the situation i think uh, i think uh, bjorn you you uh, talked a little bit about that earlier um could you say a bit more about that things get so gloomy sometimes you know and, and there there's all, all this horrible stuff going on people are stuck at home and and you can travel and and whatnot but there possibly possibly are some upsides as well what do you think uh yeah i think there's been there's certainly been a Everything I put it this way, I've been working for over a decade to try and implement like Google Classroom and these things. And it's really this slow trickle thing, trying to get flipped learning into the classroom, get away from the lecture style. And while when COVID pandemic happened, it was flick a switch. And those teachers that had previously adopted learning management systems and classroom and really jumped into one-to-one systems, which most of Vermont has with Chromebooks. I think we're lucky in that regard. Uh, They were able to adapt really quickly. And then it was, uh, there's a term called cold turkey (laughs) in Vermont, in the U.S., where you just learn it. One day you're doing one thing, the next day you're doing another. So we've done a lot of training around learning and some really best educational practices. Um, I know at the school that was the conversations over the summer is like not how do we get through this, but what is the best way to teach in this? And then we also took a look at, well, what pre-existing ways of teaching could we adapt and that would fit? And that's like I said, we really adopted an asynchronous flip learning type of a model where the teachers have to kind of create the training beforehand. Hmm. And we made it quite clear Wednesdays. We we had a fight with the administration on this one a little bit too. I think that Wednesdays are their time to create and curate content. <laughs> uh, don't fill it up with meetings. Don't fill it up with everything else. But that's what their day that Wednesdays that they all actually have the time to build these materials for the week. And then when they do have the students, they're actually the facilitators of their own learning. And then they get to see what the actual thought process in there. So I, I'm really hoping that's going to continue. I think that was a, good training thing we're really trying to apply some uh good pedagogy to a bad situation yeah 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 that's that's uh that's definitely an upside and in a way i think that that because we've been just rolling on more or less as usual so we have we have missed out a little bit i think in a way uh, in in those about those things you, you just mentioned, and um, yeah, I don't know. I I'm, I'm like I can't make up my mind completely. Perhaps it would have been a good thing to to be forced to try try the the distance thing a bit more, like for real. Yeah. And the um, other thing that has really has been absolutely amazing, and I know anybody who's been ICT. That um, it's done integration of some sort with technology is it's hard to get a hold of the teachers. It really is in a normal in a regular classroom day. It's sometimes hard to get a yep get them. I have been able to make so many connections with teachers. It's been absolutely amazing. Um, in the springtime, I was doing 
twice a week, twice a day. So two days a week, two times during each day, I was doing um, e-trainings with, te- with teachers. And I had really high attendance. A lot of people were joining me. I made so many positive connections. Hmm. And now that it's school has started again, they're reaching out to me. I'm able – they're realizing that the training I'm providing actually helps them. So <laughs> a lot of them are, you know – reaching out and it's been amazing in that regard. Hmm. So very cool for sure. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I was thinking, uh, yeah, please. I, anyone? <laughs> Am I, uh, go ahead. Yeah. I, I, Oh, maybe uh, at least as le- sorry. Um, I've, I've got a few things following on from Bjorn, but uh, sorry. Did Lisa um, want to speak? Uh, yeah, go ahead. That's fine, Alistair. Uh, okay. Um, yeah, as we said, there, there are lots of uh, terrible things going on, and uh, you know, this is these are hard, weird times, and they could get a lot weirder. But uh, at the same time, the positives, if we're looking for them, uh, I found in the university sector, one just as Bjorn was saying. Um, almost impossible to get some teachers interested in digital things at all, uh, impossible to get staff training going and competence development, and suddenly, boom, the swi- they flicked the switch. We all went distance. Uh, the All the universities in Sweden went distance, uh, are still mostly distance at the moment. There are some on campus, especially first-year students, but most students are at still distance solutions, and everyone working from home and everything. And what was so interesting was suddenly we got a sharing culture and we've been talking about this and trying to get a culture of sharing amongst university teachers over so many years and it's just been this is mine and you can't have it and then suddenly they start sharing what we saw was both school teachers and uh, university teachers in sweden were starting up we in my organization we started a facebook group a national facebook group for university teachers uh, when it all broke out, and that Facebook group is still growing <coughs> every single day. We get about sort of 10 new members. We've got thousands, and the amount of sharing that's going on there has been fantastic. It's been it's unprecedented. We have not been good at this, and now suddenly people are saying, "Hey, here's a, here I use I use Zoom like this. Has anyone else tried this?" And oh, I've been doing this, and then they've been. You know, and they've been sharing videos they've done and screencasts and uh, asking questions and getting instant answers from people from all over the country. I think that's been the big takeaway from this, that when when you get in a way to. Yeah, I don't think you can really bring about real change, sort of bottom up, slowly but surely. Word. That's how we've been trying to work. Nothing works better than a crisis. And that sounds terrible to say, but when, you know, when suddenly the um, the dirty stuff hits the fan, um, <laughs> you know, the, the excrement hits the ventilation uh, appliance, then suddenly we're very inventive. And suddenly we are, uh, you know, suddenly we cooperate. Suddenly we, you know, it, it's, it's, it's fantastic. Um, yeah, Lisa, you can maybe take over now. What if we didn't have internet? And I, I, I thought about that as well. What would we have done in 1990? Would we just closed down completely? We would have, oh, I don't know. Lisa, what do you think? What, what on earth would we have done? Do you remember as far oh, back as that? Gosh. Uh, oh, yes. Computers um, and, t- and uh, Tipex and... Uh, and uh, yeah, I do remember. I mean... These coughing uh, machines that you roll around and you could get high on the the alcohol, you know. The, oh, yeah, you know, the those things, yeah, again. in the staff room, yeah. Oh, my um, goodness. Marilena was talking about this uh, situation of replicating the classroom, of printing worksheets, photocopy, taking a picture of the worksheet, sending it back to the teacher to mark. Um, I think that, that um, we, we've got that in the UK, and we've also got... Um, a situation where, for example, deputy head teachers are driving around in their car delivering worksheets in envelopes. Because one of the things we haven't mentioned so far today is that in the UK, at least, 
this situation is replicating a lot of social inequality. So there are a lot of children who don't have devices at home. So if you are a family of, say, three children, um, it might well be the case that there is no laptop in your house because your parents use their smartphone or or an iPad or something. And to ask three children to be online at the same time doing different lessons um, or, or just to engage as distant learners. And I'm talking about primary school children now, which is the kind of the, the age group I work with up to 11 year olds. Um, uh, and to have parents kind of supervise them in some way because they can't just be left to their own devices um, is uh, is a real issue. And there, um, for example, I've heard from one deputy head teacher that said at least half her school was not engaging in in the provision that was put on during lockdown because um, they they may be uh, families that um, don't speak the language yet. They speak other languages or they're in kind of real social deprivation and they're just trying to cope with life. Um, and so asking your child to be online in a Zoom or Google Classroom meeting at 9 a.m. is never going to happen. And so those kids who have all the devices, have all the technology, have the parents uh, supporting them, um, uh, with some kind of proper home learning that the parent is trying to engage with the child um, isn't it, it's just replicating all those inequalities and for example some um, parents some uh, families if the adult if the parent is working for a, a big organization um, off the top of my head let's just say I don't know uh, Unilever um, and I don't know if Unilever are, are doing this or not, but they are doing things like providing private tuition online for uh, some of their family's children. And they're providing other things like free access to online ed tech platforms where they can engage in different kind of um, learning opportunities as well. So one of the big issues that's that is coming out and the British government won't talk about, well, the Scottish government will acknowledge it. But the the uh, um, Westminster won't acknowledge it. Is these deep inequalities and the gaps that are opening up for certain children that may never that may never actually be um, filled, and this may happen as well to students because uh, students have been told to go back to university. Um, that they've arrived on campus, some of them, and now they're being told, "Well, you're going to do online learning anyway." Um, so there's a lot of dismay amongst a lot of, a lot of the population. And unfortunately, I know we're not talking politics, but politics has <laughs> a big part to play in that. Yeah, I actually kind of add in Vermont, um, or actually in the school where my kids are, we actually had an inequality with parents who had two working, who had two, each parent was working. So what's happening is pa both parents had to go to work and it middle class, good income, but they had childcare issues. So they have a six-year-old at home. Uh, what do you do? <laughs> Your child is supposed to be home doing school all day and you have two working parents and that's created an inequality. So it's not even social inequality in terms of the low end. It's some of the upper end was unequal. <laughs> Yeah, for for many many families, it's 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 an impossible situation, more or less. Uh, I think, unfortunately, I can. Yeah, um, in Italy, uh, actually, uh, we've got um, sort of a better situation because the government um, gave the schools some money to buy devices to give out to students who did not have any, and um, so we were able to buy uh, these a number of devices for some families who did not have, it, have any. And also we got lots of uh, uh, internet providers um, who uh, gave on like uh, free licenses of yeah, free internet for at the time of the, of the school lockdown for students only. So in Italy, that was not too much of a situation, but uh, I think that with the families, um, that was the big problem. I can tell you about one of my students. Um, he's Chinese, and uh, he was not turning up at the lessons at all. And eventually we found out, and he was a very good student, very, very good student, very interested, very clever, 
if he was not showing at lessons uh, online. And, uh, well, we tried to speak to the family and, yeah, they said, no, okay, no problem. We have everything. So we, we don't need anything. And then we found out that actually the boy was put to work at home. He was working and not studying because... Oh, jeez. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, because that was the family. Hmm. The family did not care about learning. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, they had the opportunity to have him at home. He could help. So you work instead of mm. uh, learning. Yes. Uh, yeah, I think that the, this was very, uh, yeah, um, this inequality was really stressed and also the importance of uh, for children to access the internet was really uh, stressed by this. But on the other side, as I told you, now we're, that we are back, uh, teachers are using uh, digital stuff because we cannot have like paper. We cannot um, hand out uh, photocopies because that would spread the virus. Uh, but so we're using uh, the digital, but the students cannot use the devices at the school, which is a little bit crazy. And another thing, uh, Bjorn was telling about uh, uh teachers that learned a lot from this period and uh, got interested uh, in, uh, in uh, well, well, digital teaching and, um, and classroom, Google Classroom and how to use it. I found that, well, at least here in Italy, we got a lot of uh, uh, training on how to, how to use Google Classroom and a lot of other tools but what is really lacking is a pedagogy behind that. I mean, there is no uh, change in uh, the way they um, uh, administer, if we mm. can say that, yeah. the lesson. If they gave, yeah, they yeah, organize yeah. their lessons. And now um, we um, each school has got to um, um, draft a plan in case of uh, uh, distance learning. And what all teachers are saying, well, okay, what we can do is instead of having um, a period of 16 minutes, we can have a period of 45 minutes and allow 15 minutes between the periods so that students can cannot, are, are, are not for too long online. But they're not giving any other uh, type of uh, um, methodology that they want to use. This is the only thing that they, they can think of. We can uh, shrink the time that of the lesson instead of 60 minutes, 45, that's it. Hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's tough for sure um, in many ways. And uh, somehow I guess we just need to soldier on. And especially since uh, no one really knows what's going to happen next and uh, how long this thing is going to be. I was about to say around. Probably it seems it's going to be around forever, perhaps. But uh in in what form? I guess that's the uh, that's the big question. No one no one knows and things such. And the experts are trying to figure out how long the situation will be extreme in a way that it still is in in many countries. Um, on on a positive note, the vaccine development trials are looking they are, really positive. They are, and there's let's. Absolutely, there, there are a lot. It's in the tens. I don't know if it's in the hundreds, but certainly I know there's a an Oxford and Pfizer trial that's in phase three. Uh, they're producing the vaccine yeah. already at kind of at mass yeah. scale. Um, yeah, let's. So let's I don't hope, know what they. Let's yeah. hope that that does the trick, but that's, I don't know. That's our hope. At least, I think we, yeah. yeah. I think we. I'm sorry to put a damper a little bit, but I mean, I think we. I, I get very worried when people say about getting back to normal. Um, hmm. There's a lovely quote from Greta Thunberg about uh, we can't go back to normal because normal was the problem. Uh, I think I think that's that's pretty good. That's a bigger issue, uh, of course. Hmm. But um, and I mean, you've seen the cartoon where uh, there's sort of a the, there's a big wave of COVID nineteen, and then behind that, there's an even bigger wave of climate change. And we have really this is a this is a window really mm -hmm. where we can start. 
a lot of people have rethought how they live and how we organize ourselves. Exactly. And um, the trouble, we could change this round. We've got the technology. We know what we should be doing. Sadly, the world's leaders are not on the t- on the board at all, and mm. we we desperately need leadership in this. Otherwise, it's not going to happen. But the knowledge is there, the competence is there. We have solutions. We just don't have any leadership. Yeah, that's getting political, but you've got to be yeah, saying. Well, no, <laughs> it's, it's true. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, 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 the, the cartoon that um, Alistair was just referring to, I've seen an updated one uh, mm. where it's got the wave with COVID, the wave with climate change and a wave behind that of, um, I think, it's extinct species, species extinctions, yeah, yeah. because mm. uh, that's an even bigger threat. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we could get super, super depressed about yeah. that whole Indeed, thing. Yeah. Um, but but one of the important things is is about the kids. Um, yeah. Kids are really clued up on these things um, and including ecological diversity, climate change and so on in the curriculum or as as bolt-ons is uh, is is one way that we can try and overcome the stress of of not of this impotency of leadership. Yeah. But look at the wonderful invention that's going on. I mean, there's a sort of um, black humor going around. I mean, there's all the memes and things like uh, it was a what a waste of money buying a year 2020 organizer. Yeah. Um, and, uh, <laughs> you know, and the, there was a handy calendar for each month of the year 2020. And it sort of it had showing later on in the month with sort of alien invasions, zombie apocalypse. You know, if it's October, it must be. Um, yeah, it must be alien invasion time. And there were pictures, of, you know. <laughs> there is life on Venus. There, yeah. there may be life in, in, in the gas around Venus. So um, in the atmosphere. So. This, these could be our aliens. It's yeah. like him, but not as we know it. Exactly. <laughs> you got to be able to laugh as well. I mean, otherwise, yeah. we're definitely doomed, I think. Yes. Um, and, uh, yeah, let's hope it, this whole thing will be some kind of a wake-up wake call for, for uh, those in charge as well. Um, but perhaps it's the grassroots, us, that, and the young folks, who really need to take lead. And it seems they are, the young folks taking the lead a bit. I guess we need to follow. <laughs> Perhaps that's, yeah. that's the deal. Um, listen, no, I folks, admit, I think it's time to wrap up. Anything, any any uh, last uh, important messages from, from any of you folks before we call it quits? <laughs> I have. Those who didn't know, I am this year part of the uh, Google Certified Program, which is virtual. So it's hmm. it's called Via 20 this year. So uh, 70 out, 78 people from around the world participating this year. And usually it's a three-day program. This time it's an eight-week <laughs> program. So we have two more weeks and then we are done. So we started mid in the middle of the summer. Very cool. Extremely, extremely neat. Um, uh, I would, I would definitely, for my part, also later on talk a little bit more about different ways of of reaching out and getting all the good stuff out from from the schools, all the good stuff students students create. And um, part of that is is the the podcasting thing and and this kind of stuff as well. Uh, now, now I have a bunch of students uh, every week, like a couple of hours, uh, that you know we can do pretty much whatever we want, like you know, connected to media and and uh, and all of this. So uh, it would be fun to focus on those those things later on, perhaps, especially on on a um, on a future episode. Mm-hmm. Hope you guys can join me because otherwise I'm not. I'll, I'll not be able to pull it off. <laughs> we want Great. an updated picture at the back, though the green screen. We we need the snowy picture. Yeah, the ice. yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah. I better better fix a a winter pic. 
next time because i think yep. next time even though it might be just a couple of weeks or a month it might be a little bit more like winter here definitely yeah i'll try and get a picture from vermont with all the leaves you can yeah. put that, that really mess things mess people you, up you yeah. must must do that uh Bjorn, <laughs> and, and fix the green screen so we can <laughs> Well then, um, then I will put a picture of uh, my palm trees on the seafront. Yeah. Crazy, 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 crazy. <laughs> Continued, as they say. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Oh. Bye bye. Myself okay. out. Okay. Have a good bye. one. Bye. 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 Thank you. Take bye. care. Bye. And just like with hangouts on the air, you can go off air. Before you yeah, turn I off guess. the thing. I didn't end broadcast. If I hit end bro broadcast, I think it's what happens then. Let's see. You should do uh, that first. Yeah. So. Thank you for listening to another Be Smart on Air production.